Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Welcome back, everybody. It's 106 in Edmonton. It's a game day in Boston. The Oilers take on the best team in the NHL. Edmonton uh, will have in their lineup uh, Evander Kane along with Matthias Ekholm and Nick Bukestead that they did not have the last time the two teams played. Should be a beauty tonight. Puck drop is at 5.30 Edmonton time. It'll be Cam Moon, myself, Rob Brown, Reed Wilkins, Brendan Escott, all on the Oilers Radio Network side. And on the uh, TV side tonight, it'll be uh, Jack Michaels, Louis DeBrusque, and Gene Principe. This is the second hour of Oilers Now for World of Spas, Edmonton's number one hot tub and swim spa dealer, the ideal place to start your daily vacation. Before we went to uh, the one o'clock news, we did... It was time for Oilers Game Day Trivia for Pro-Am Sports, located in Edmonton on St. Albert Trail or online at proamsports.ca. Up for grabs, a $50 GC from Pro-Am Sports. And our question was, name the player that played with Jake DeBrusque on the 2012-2013 U18 Southside Athletic Club team and also on the 15-16 Memorial Cup hosting Red Deer Rebels who spent uh, a couple of years in the Oilers farm system. He's currently playing for the Manitoba Moose. The correct answer, Brendan Escott, was who? Evan Poli. And uh, Matt he- knew the answer to that one today. So yep. congrats, Matt. We got... We got a lot of responses on that. A lot, of, a lot of guys were going with Matt Fontaine, who is the current captain of the uh, Alberta Golden Bears, the grandson of Val Fontaine, who played for the Alberta Oilers way back when in 1972-73. Uh, Poli is a tough dude. In fact, that season, he played for the Sherd Park Crusaders in the AJHL, eventually uh, became a full-time player in Red Deer the next season during 13-14, and as a 19-year-old, had a 16-goal, 30-point season, 73 PIMS, and then a real good playoff for Red Deer. The Oilers uh, brought him in late uh, into training camp. He went back to Red Deer at a 33-goal, 62-point, 104-penalty-minute season, and he is not a timid guy. He's about six foot. I'd say six foot two, two hundred and thirty pounder, and he's willing to chuck him. No question about that. Evan Poli. So congratulations to Matt. We are also discussing is Connor McDavid already in the greatest players of all time? James has Texas on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Uh, Bob, I'd say right now McDavid's already fourth. I think you can only compare greatness in terms of dominance relative to the competition at that time. Context matters regardless of technology, style, or play. Wayne and Lemieux were outpacing those around him to a more significant significant degree than McDavid. At the moment, it seems like McDavid's pulling away more and more as of late, so it's going to be uh, an interesting conversation. Again, you can text us at 780-496-0063. And the the problem we have here is by doing the trivia is we've pushed down 
a ridiculous amount of text as well. So my apologies for all of you that took the time to come up with some great text for us on the Absolutely Fine Floors text line. Uh, my top five says this texter is Gretzky, McDavid, Lemieux, or and Jaeger. McDavid is too young to say uh, that's where his career finishes at. I predict a 200-point season next year. Would you be surprised? Yes, I would be surprised because the goaltending is too good. The goalies aren't like that's the thing that Connor's got to go up against. Um, you know, is the goalies are six foot, you know, six foot four today, six foot three. I think the average goaltender is six foot three and three quarters inches. They're not, you had goalies the size of Darren Pang. Uh, you had defensemen back in the late 80s and into the 90s or throughout the 80s. You had some defensemen that were challenged to turn two ways. Guys skate way better. The other thing is um, you can make an argument that um, another advantage back then, besides the fact that maybe defensemen weren't quite as, as, as good laterally speaking, the goaltending equipment was smaller. The goalies were smaller. Scoring was certainly up. I mean, from 86 to 92, 93, scoring's up. But scoring's gone up now. Some old schoolers will say McDavid doesn't have to fight through checks the way guys did. I mean, I, I frankly did not like from about 94 to 2003, 04. Like, I thought it was too low scoring in the league at that time. You also had a couple guys on every fourth line that were pure fighters back then. Now they're skill guys and specialists on power plays. Power play percentages have skyrocketed over the last several years. How about this for top four, Bob? Or Gretzky, Lemieux, and McDavid. Uh, apologies to Mr. Howe, who is number five. Um, Trent says, Bob, imagine McDavid in an era where the goalies stood up all the time, trying the old kick saves lots. Yeah, 100%. Again, you can text us. Uh, McDavid would, will fall into a category of greatest generational player when he wins the Stanley Cup. The problem with today is you need um, a team to win the Cup, more so than ever before. Even, even little things that matter. I'm going to give you an example. The Edmonton Oilers, their first two years in the NHL, finished 16th and 14th in the National Hockey League in the overall standings. 16 out of 21 teams, 14 out of 21 teams. But they made the playoffs both years. They claimed the last spot the first year. Well, if you were in the bottom third of the standings, which the Oilers were both years, if you're in the bottom third now, you don't make the playoffs which is what happened to Edmonton in 17, 18, and 18, 19. And everybody that seriously evaluates today's game recognizes that it was easier to make the playoffs back then. This texture says, Bob McDavid's going to win the Rocket Richard Trophy strictly out of spite. Uh, he was burned last year in the heart voting. Don't ever make him mad. You'll pay. Well, right now he's got double the points of the guy who won the Hart Trophy last year, Austin Matthews. Another texture, uh, this is Scott, says Bob, or Gretzky, Lemieux, McDavid, and Howell. That's my top five. So there's a bit of the ranges of the text on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Keep it coming, 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you've always wanted with Ashley Fine Floors, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, open Monday to Saturday. Again, second hour of orders now for World of Spas. Uh, you can reach us at any time in the River Creek Resort Casino hotline, 780 496 the River Cree Resort Casino open 24-7.
excitement. Bet on it. And guests on this show receive gift cards to Japanese Village, Edmonton's favorite teppanyaki steak restaurant. Come in and check out their new location, 3975 Calgary Trail. All right, as promised, it is time to get to know Nick Bukestead a little bit better. Here is our sit-down one-on-one uh, with the newest member of the Oilers. Nick, you've uh, you've been here. You've been in the lineup for a couple games. What's it been like so far? Uh, it's been good. It's been a pretty pretty easy transition as far as uh, you know getting acclimated with the guys. It's nice starting on the road and um, you know getting to know the boys a little bit. And um, as far as systems, coaches have been like, doing a good job of kind of let me get settled and teaching points here and there so um you know it's important for me to get acclimated as soon as possible and um obviously short number of games here so um just trying to do my best to um, find my role and um whatever that may be i'll i'll be willing this is a great team and just uh just excited to be joining them did you have an idea when you were in Arizona, given the situation there, that it was a possibility that you would be in play at the deadline? Yeah, I mean, that was kind of the, uh, the I, I figured it was going to happen, um, you know, weeks leading up to it. You hear, you know, rumblings, you, you hear things, but you never really know. So uh, just sitting out for four or five days and uh, kind of twiddling my thumbs at home. You and Chikrin. Yeah, me and Chikrin and God the Spirit joined us uh, at one point there. So, yeah, it was, uh, you know, I, I kind of figured it was coming and then sitting at home made it a little more uh, more real and, um, you know, would have rather, I think, been playing, just not having, thinking about where the potentials are and whatnot. But, uh, you know, Edmonton was a team I was looking at that, uh, you know, I was hoping I was getting a call from, and sure enough, uh, it came. So um, definitely very grateful. Edmonton drafted uh, Andrew Cogliano in the first round, his first four years in Edmonton. You know, he saw himself as a top six guy, but he reinvented himself as a very effective third-line player that's, you know, I think he's closing in 1,200 NHL games. Have you had to reinvent? I mean, you had 24, 19 goal seasons in Florida, but have you kind of had to reinvent yourself a little? I know you can go up and help out offensively, but is that just part of uh, you know sustaining uh, and having a you know a longer NHL career? Is coming to terms with the fact that maybe not everybody gets to be a top line player? Yeah, um, I mean, this league, uh, you know, it keeps getting more skilled and skilled as I. Uh, as I get older, but definitely uh, it was, you know, I came from high school hockey in Minnesota and uh, played at the University of Minnesota, so I never really, uh, you know, battled adversity. I was always the guy yeah. to uh, to score, and that was kind of my mindset. So thinking on the defensive side or, uh, you know, playmaking even wasn't uh, totally in my my uh, arsenal. So I, I guess as I've gotten older, yeah, totally um, had, had to figure out how to adapt as a player, obviously a bigger body. So, um, you know, I can utilize that in the bottom six role. And, um, you know, it's it's important as a, as a professional hockey player to, you know, look in the mirror sometimes and, um, you know, understand your strengths, but understand your weaknesses and work on those. So um, it's definitely been an evolution for sure. And, uh, you know, I... 
I, I uh, have learned more about the game as I've gotten older. I think that's that's common, but uh, you know, adapting is 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 the key. So I think you know, whatever role, like I said, that may be. I want to win a Stanley Cup, and um, it doesn't really matter to me what that is. I just uh, want to contribute in some way or another. We're joined by Edmonton Oilers forward Nick Bukestad, Bob Stoffer with you on Oilers now. Did you have uh, when you were a kid growing up in Minnesota? Were there a couple? I mean, you had a relative to play the National Hockey League, obviously. But uh, did you? Were there some guys you looked up to? Yeah, funny, funny you ask is uh, Maddie Hendricks, and he's well known in Edmonton. Uh, grew up same hometown as him. He was ten years older than me, uh, but watched him win a state championship. Yeah, Blaine. Yep. Um, so uh, he was a guy I idolized, and you know he kind of made it real that uh you know a guy from our town could could make it to the nhl so he was a guy i looked at and uh you know listened to over the years i got to know him a little bit and um you know he's obviously a great leader he showed that here and um great human being so uh yeah i'd say maddie hendrix and then as i got older you know uh, it just you just uh kind of realize how um, his trajectory of how he made it to the NHL was unbelievable. Um, starting in the East Coast League, he willed his way. Willed his way. So um, those are the stories I really appreciate now. Uh, looking back, um, it's pretty incredible what he did. Do you know who my favorite? Uh, this is year 15 for me. Do you know who my favorite player that I've come across in the 15 seasons? <laughs> was it Matt, Matt Henry. Nice. That's an American, awesome. a Canadian guy. Yeah. From Alberta <laughs> yeah, yeah, say yeah, that, yeah. right? So no, he's an. I mean, he does, he does a great job for the Wild. to get him in the right position. Yep. In a developmental role. I talked to him probably a couple times a year. Um, and the Oilers missed him after the 16-17 playoffs. He didn't even play, but the team missed him that year. Um, you, you have come to a team that's got a chance to make some hay. Just some, uh, I mean, there's a couple, I mean, you've played a bit against Connor, but when you're on the same team as him, because you haven't played a lot with him on the ice, but you're sitting on the bench, do you ever just marvel at what the guy is capable of doing? I mean, it's, I don't personally think you know, I watched Wayne in his prime in Edmonton. He was brilliant. He was mm-hmm. different. I don't know if we've ever seen a guy this advanced. It's crazy. Like, do you ever sort of just already have you kind of caught yourself a couple times going, holy crap, that guy's good? Yeah, a couple times. I mean, I've only played two games and with these guys and uh, you know there's there's times on the ice even when you're playing against them where it's just like oof this is uh, you know it's it's going at another level that you can't even comprehend almost uh, so yeah it's good to be on, on the same side as him uh, now and even Leon he's doing some stuff where it's uh, you know you're just kind of going I don't know if he could, I could do that in a video game uh, <laughs> so yeah it's it's fun to be, be playing with these guys Guys, kind of see how they operate. Um, you know, they seem like great guys in the room, and uh, you know, obviously elite hockey players. But uh, you know, the roles they play, leadership roles they play in this room, are obviously important, and it's it's fun to see that firsthand. One final one for you, uh, and it's more of a Minnesota thing. But maybe uh, if you can explain to our listeners, what is the Beauty League? What is it? uh, it's a four-on-four uh, <laughs> charity league that we do in the summer. Uh, my agent. Ben Hankinson and Chris McElpine put it on and uh, it's just guys from all around the city you got uh, most of the NHL guys uh, NHL and uh, college guys coming together and um, you play 4-4 four four hockey in front of a pretty good sized crowd um, you know Minnesotans are similar to Canadians in the fact that they love their hockey so um, 
yeah, it's a it's a fun league to kind of get back into shape, and uh, you know, a lot of the older guys mid July are, are going up against uh, <laughs> the younger guys that are at their development camps in, in July. So it's it's good for us to get a little push from the young guys, and uh, <laughs> it's it's just a the fun thing to be a part of. All right, there you go. That was uh, the newest member of the Edmonton Oilers, Nick Bukestad. And, uh, you know, we've talked a lot over the years about Matt Hendricks. You'll never meet a better guy. He's just a great guy. I'm not, I did not know that Nick's favorite player growing up was Matt Hendricks, but Matt Hendricks is a guy that forced his way into the NHL and loved every moment of it, appreciated every second of it. And it's hard not to admire people like that when you're privileged enough to do what a guy like my, like myself does. Uh, you, you just, you just love it. 122 at Edmonton. We're going to get to some of your texts and uh, get to the owners now injury report when we return. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperice.com. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. We're going to take care of a little bit of business here. It's 125 at Edmonton. Bob Stoffer and Brendan Escott with you. The Oilers Now Injury Report is brought to you all season long. James H. Brown, injury lawyers. Trent Brown, of course, uh, two-time CFL All-Star. Jim Brown and Trent have been involved with the Edmonton Oilers, the Edmonton Oil Kings, and the uh, uh, Edmonton Elks. Of course, Trent played for the Edmonton Eskimos. When accidents happen, go to jameshbrown.com. And they are proud supporters of the University of Alberta. And a shout-out to Scott Edwards, the head coach of the Pandas basketball team. They've advanced to the national semifinal after a victory today. Well done, Scott. He's a good guy. Uh, for Edmonton, Evander Kane is back in. The last three players on the ice today on an optional day uh, were Jack Campbell, Stuart Skinner obviously getting the starting goal, Philip Broberg, he did not play the last game as the Oilers went 12-6, and six, and Clean Costin, which would mean that uh, Shore, Ryan, and Yanmark might be the Oilers' fourth line, though you can see uh, McLeod and Yanmark flip there and the orders go Fogel, Bukestead, and Yanmark, and then McLeod, Ryan, and Shore. We'll keep an eye on that. Cars cost less than Wetaskiwin, where Evan Poli is from. That's been the uh, slogan, Cars cost less than Wetaskiwin. Friends at Brent Ridge Ford for years. We often talk about Brent Ridge Ford treating people fairly and looking after their customers after the purchase of a vehicle. That level of service has earned Brent Ridge their 12th Diamond Club's Presence Award for customer satisfaction. If you want to be treated fairly with full transparency, call Uncle Milt, Rich, Johnny, and the gang at 780-352-6048. Brent Ridge Ford, your Ford truck authority on the Auto Mile in Wetaskiwin. As we go into the orders now, prospect report at 127 in Edmonton. 
It is brought to you Tuesdays and Thursdays on Oilers Now by Reface Magic. Save money on your kitchen renovation. Don't replace. Reface. Here's Brendan Escott. Raphael Lavoie leading the Bakersfield Condors in scoring. He picked up his 20th of the season uh, last night. Goal scoring, I should specify. I believe it's actually Seth Griffith at topping their scoring leaders. But goal scoring-wise, we're looking at uh, Lavoie breaking out this year. 22-year-old winger was taken 38th overall by Edmonton back in 2019. He has 34 points in 44 games this year. Xavier Borgo, 13 goals and 18 assists so far in his first pro season. And Ty Tulio, not too far behind there. He's sitting on 13 goals and 13 assists since turning pro after uh, being selected in the fifth round back in uh, 2020. So a couple things percolating down there in the minors, Bob. And again, they have a pair of games against San Jose this weekend at home. Yeah, those are big games for them, no question about it. Uh, All right. Uh, Bakersfield, of course, the Edmonton Oilers tonight against Boston. The team will, uh, anyways, uh, they're obviously going to be in uh, Toronto on Saturday. That should be an awesome. We're going to get a real good gauge of where Edmonton's at right now with these next uh, couple games. Uh, meanwhile, the Edmonton Oil Kings continue their road trip in Winnipeg uh, coming up on Friday night. Off to a global news weather traffic update, Kevin Robertson. And for legacy heating and cooling, we'll get uh, John Shannon's thoughts on the top five players of all time. This is Oilers now.